What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71. And we are here with Season 3, Episode 10 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. As usual, I am not in the digital studio by myself. Along with me is the Bay Area Terror Dez. What's going on, brother? Not a whole lot. Just here spending my time with two gaming experts. I can say that, you know, with full confidence. Uh, and I, I'm always happy, you know, to be here with all of you. So thank you so much but, for joining us. But you are an expert, too. Sir. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, that other voice you heard was you heard was none other than Trader Joe, the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going, homie? Uh, not bad, man. Just uh, hanging out here on the Saturday night before Black Friday, debating about what to do with my hard-earned cash. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Good thing we're going to be talking about that on tonight's episode. Uh, there is some Black Friday deals I'm writing that proverbial fence on, but uh, why are you, you know, why, so. why 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 are you uh, okay? Let's not go there just yet, but I'm I'm dying yes. to hear why you are um, on the fence about saving deal about about saving money on deals that you know you're you're, you're gonna buy anyway. I mean, it's just like you know, you know, I'm just dying to know. Uh, just debating about uh, getting the gold edition of Assassin's Creed Odyssey when I haven't even busted the seal on the uh, uh, mint copy <laughs> of the PS4 version or the Google Chrome version of it as of yet. So it doesn't matter. It's all good. I know it. Uh, it's, it's all, all good. good. Yes. It's all juice. Yes. It's all juice in the. It's all juice in the box. Juice in the blender. <laughs> Make a nice smoothie Vegemite. There you go. <laughs> but uh all right gentlemen so um i guess we'll, let's kick off this show with what we've been playing um i'm gonna toss this to you des first of all so uh why don't you share with the folks what you has been in your gaming rotation for the past couple of weeks I think you all know. <laughs> well, you both know what it is, and I, and, I, and I hope you're not kicking it over to me to make me eat crow because uh, the game that I I've would never playing, do that, sir. The game, the, the the game that I've been playing most is that damn Destiny. Uh, <laughs> that damn Destiny. Uh, so, and 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 I say this only because um, it's Destiny and. <laughs> Yeah, that has been pretty much the only game that I've been playing. I I have the DLC for Spider Man. Haven't been haven't wanted to play it. It's just been Destiny. That that Krakeny has just um has just it it never tasted so sweet. It's like you know, uh, so that's that. I mean, that's just I, that's that's pretty much the only game. That I have been playing. I have been just really trying to just you know I'm 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 back in it. I'm back in it to win it. Everybody, I I play the game. It's fun. I enjoy it. 
Um, I like playing it with you guys. Uh, I like playing with some of the folks who are uh, who listen to the uh, who listen to the uh, the podcast. It's just it's just a fun little sandbox game that just. It's, it's just fun, you know? It's just fun. I don't play... I don't do anything with the meta or anything like that. Um, I'm just literally doing um, sandbox stuff. So, you know, I just I just, I just, just run around and do PvE content. Um, again, I when I started... When I restarted it, I had no idea what was going on because the last time that I had done anything with it was... Um, was the Osiris stuff. So I had no idea with Warmind or anything like that. So I didn't come back into it and, until Forsaken. And then Joe, you know, like that little, you know, demon on my shoulder was all like, hey, <laughs> hey, Destiny's on sale. It's on sale. Get everything on sale. And I'm like, oh, what's the sale? I was like, it's this much. I'm like, that's not that bad. He's like, it's not. You want me to pick you up yet? And I was like, no, Joe, you don't have to pick it up for me. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, Joe. <laughs> and then I and then he sends me the link to Amazon. Amazon was doing it for like thirty bucks or something, and I was just like, okay. And then I and I and I plugged it in, and I was just like, damn it! <laughs> I was like, damn, damn, damn! I'm back in it. <laughs> Erosion, man. Erosion. It, it really was. He he wore me down. He wore me down. And 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 all, and in, and in all honesty, I can't be too mad about it. Like it's a. Again, Destiny's a fun game. It's a fun little game that you can just, you know, play with your friends and if and if you can I I value um being able to play with my friends and having that kind of, you know, I don't know, there, there, there's something joyous about being able to play with uh with your friends, uh, play a video game that that is so seamless. And smooth. I finally feel that this game, Destiny, is is back to a place that uh, is just enjoyable. It's not. It's not too crazy. Everything is just. Everything is just fun. You know. I don't have to worry about anything. And um, I think I'm actually going to start uh, playing Gambit to try the to to try to do the Gambit uh, stuff only because I think Gambit will it it, it has enough. PVP and it has enough PVE to make the PVP not be so um, of a daunting of a task. Because if you know me, you know I don't like I don't like I don't like PVP that much. I I, I just I, I I just can't do it as well. I, my 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 reaction time is just way too slow. Um, uh, like so I consider the PVP portion of Gambit almost like. A foregone conclusion. I'm gonna like die. I'm just gonna go try hide for the thirty seconds. You know. Well, that's the thing. Like I don't approach it, Kevin. I I don't know. uh, Like I I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. Again, I've never. I have never played the. um, I've never played that that stuff yet. So I have no idea what to expect. So uh, I just know that it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. What I normally do is when we're getting invaded. um, Sometimes I'll go and look for the invader. Most of my time, since I'm a hunter and I, I like uh, attacking targets at range, I just want to generate moats for the rest of the team. So, um, I my I'm I'm generally at the bottom once the uh, the the tallies are done as far as gener- moat as far as 
moats delivered. Okay, moats loaded up. But I kind of like because I'm nine times out of ten I'm playing with Titans anyway. It 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 just kind of works that way. And since Hunter is the only character I'm running, uh, Titans are kind of more more designed to just be that frontline soldier, just kind of running in and just smashing everything up. So I'll just kind of hang back with a scout or a pulse rifle and just take down targets uh, and generate moats as as the Titans just kind of you know smash and Hulk smash their way through everything. Um, so when the we get invaded, I I and I get taken out. You know, I may have lost two or three moats, so it, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, sometimes if I could get like a certain number of moats in to generate a uh, uh, a blocker, then then maybe I'll go over and do and try and hunt down the other team. And sometimes that's successful, and sometimes it's not. So like a fifty fifty. Yeah. So again, it's just one of those things that that I I am enjoying. I, I'm enjoying it more because I get to play with you guys. Um, and Aww. you can't no seriously. You know, I I think I just think the the um, the story is just so so. You know, I uh, the Forsaken uh, content has been interesting. I love the cinematic with uh, with Cade and and what happened with him. Like I loved that. Um, I don't know. It just, it just, it just seems like it's finally hit a, a really good space. I'm just sad that it took this long to get there, but you know, Hey, you know, everything has every, everything has its growing pain. So, so for me, that is what I have been playing, you know, just that nonstop. That's just, that's just been it. So no, no, no good or no bad. It's just, this is kind of indifferent. It's just what it is. That's what I've been playing. All right, what about you, Trader Joe? Um, I will say the same. Pretty much Destiny, me, and you, Desmond, and uh, you, Kevin, of course, uh, playing a lot of Destiny on there. And so enough so where um, it's been my main focus for these last two weeks since we uh, stopped recording on there for the most part. I'd say about 95% of my gaming has been dedicated towards getting my level up with my Titan uh, being able to, you know, obviously maximize the Warmind content, much to your chagrin, Desmond, and, Ooh. you know, getting into Forsaken. I just wish my uh, time schedule kind of co-mingled a little bit more with you, too, because uh, having to wake up at 4.30 and then been, like, you know, the last couple of weeks been kind of uh, burning the candle at both ends kind of thing, you know, <laughs> just uh, getting that prerequisite four and a half, five, five and a half, maybe six hours of sleep at the most and um, being able to, you know, try to get along with my week and everything. So it's, uh, you know, I'm going to try to do more during the weekends, of course, too. I didn't even play today, God, you know, so, but <laughs> things got to get done. Sure, we're going to be playing know. after this, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> more than likely, yeah, so. Um, I also have been dabbling with my gaming PC, and it's not even the new gaming PC I bought. I have not hooked that up yet. In fact, that's on my to-do list manana on there. But uh, my friends Nick and Dom have been kind of getting into PC gaming just a shade on that. Nick is uh, my fellow co-host at the uh, BG Time Masters podcast, which is soon to be out 
as well on there. But he bought himself a tiny little, cute little um, gaming PC, and it's literally like something he just bought for 200 bucks and has been upgrading it as best as he can on there. Uh, Nick's our friend that does all the retro gaming with RetroPie, but he not, does not play any modern console games at all. And um, pretty much uh, he's wanting to give Steam a try. So we pretty much, uh, first time I've ever played, hate to say it, uh, a Steam game multiplayer. And I did have fun playing Borderlands 2 and reconnecting with that game a bit, especially with friends. Because uh, I'd say about 98%, 95% of my Borderlands 2 and Borderlands the pre-sequel uh, play on the PS4 was all done solo. And so... It was actually a good old time playing that game on there. So I'm looking Didn't to play that, beat that more. Game? <laughs> I beat that game. Yeah, I know. I, I defeated the the uh, regular Borderlands 2. It was looking to get into the DLC a bit, but uh, um, the DLC is kind of weird because it, it's nothing where it's just you just prompt it in the menu. You actually I have to go to the area where the DLC is at and then prompt it. From that point, and uh, it might be something I might fire that up on PS4 again, possibly if I find the time between Krakeny uh, 2 on that. So, but other than those two games, man, that's pretty much what I've been up to. I did play some little bit of portables. I'm still trying to put that in the mix. I'm just trying to find the time. I can't find time at work to play 3DS anymore, and so it's like. You know, if I'm in bed, I'd rather be sleeping than playing 3DS. <laughs> that's my <laughs> thing. So, you know, I got to find some time during the day, maybe on the couch or something that I could dedicate to some portable gaming or, God forbid, maybe uh, go out and go somewhere and like hang out at a coffee shop or something and play some 3DS or something. So, okay. Act like the middle aged single man I am. So, <laughs> you said hey, it. Hey, ladies. Me. You want to play some Mario Kart? Hey, ladies. <laughs> okay, that sounds all kinds of weird. <laughs> Come back to my house and play some Mario Kart. <laughs> I am Italian. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's more okay. like French. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, Lord. Okay, let's move right yeah. along. <laughs> move right, yeah. right along. Um, as for me, I've been playing, I had a little bit of a mix of uh, gaming content. Uh, jumped into some more Forza Horizon 4. I think I'm near the point. I, I, I keep. I think once you get to uh, level 21, the game opens up the on all of the online features. Like I can invite people into a game, but like jumping into an online game just just off the cuff. I, I, I haven't. I have not been able to do that yet. Even when uh, I select a race, if I want to race against other opponents, uh, that feature constantly times out. And, and I think it was uh, Rick <laughs> on uh, on Gamer Husbands. I think he mentioned that you have to be level twenty one before the full online experience unlocks. So I've been enjoying that. Uh, picked up a, a, a Lamborghini Aventador LP six hundred. Uh, and haven't had the chance to upgrade it at all, but uh, kind of enjoying the way that car drives. Of course, Destiny Two, you know, enjoying the same thing as as you two gentlemen, you two gentlemen have been. 
running through some stuff. I've been doing the blind well, trying to get a specific weapon, i.e. the uh, Tiger Spite auto rifle. Uh, I went on ahead and completed, and I believe you two did as well, the uh, uh, Thunderlord uh, heavy machine gun quest. That was so I'm easy. Really, yeah. <laughs> I'm really nice. looking forward to getting heavy machine guns back. That was always my favorite heavy weapon. Um, I was rocking with the um, uh, the fusion rifles, those heavy fusion rifles. But I think the new updates have made them less effective, with the exception of the sleeper simulant. Um, I have not had a whole lot of success with those, so I'm hoping to get back my heavy machine gun because that was always my favorite heavy, um, and just just kind of roll with heavy the the heavy machine gun and the rockets as far as my um, <clears throat> heavies of choice. Um, also been playing Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, and you know that game is just redunculous i'm i'm at a point where i'm i'm kind of sort of stuck not because i don't know what where to go it's i'm trying to access something in the menu that will let allow me to forge some off-road tires for this buggy i have so i can go to this place called the cursed village and uh, uh complete the story quest on that and i just haven't figured out how to build <laughs> build the off-road tires i have all of the uh components for them but i have not been able to uh, get them together uh so i'm i'm obviously missing something in the options list when you uh when you go to that that section of the city to uh interact with your off-road vehicle so there's something i'm missing i just have to dig around and, and figure it out. In the meantime, I've just been uh, cruising the wasteland and uh, beating up random lowlifes and blowing up heads and shattering spines and, and all the things that Kenshiro does on a regular basis. Man, this game is awesome. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. So been rocking that for for quite a while and uh i even i had a a a hankering for old school arcade classics so i played some matt mania uh uh, i don't know if you all remember that in the arcade it was it's a wrestling game where you um i think it was it tech is it tecmo that made it i want to say it was a tecmo arcade game um wrestling and you know of course no no name no no uh main name wwf folks are in this game it's all you know uh rant you know kind of kind of you know who it's supposed to be (laughs) but but it's quote unquote uh, not them but it's quote unquote not them yeah and yeah, that game is that game was a lot of fun. I played some of that, and I also played some Vigilante. Ooh, Vigilante, uh, wow! Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So beating up, beating up the rent, the the street thugs, trying to save the uh, the old girlfriend. And just like back in high school when I first played, when I first played that game, I got to the last gang of dudes, 
and I made the mistake of hopping on top of somebody I had knocked down to punch him in the face. And one of the dudes I had knocked down before got up and stabbed me in the back and cost me mm. my last life. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's the same thing I did <laughs> when I played that in high school. Uh, point of reference, my high school uh, had a uh, kind of a rec room that was open during the lunch period. And they had arcade machines. They had pole position, vigilante. They had a baseball game of some sort. I can't remember it. Uh, they had, um, oh gosh, what was this, that other one they had? They had a Forgotten Worlds and they had, um, uh, uh, Sidearms. Ooh, Sidearms, great. Yeah. Ooh. So, guess where I was at lunchtime? (laughs) Sidearms. Yeah. That's good. Ooh, that's good stuff right there. Mm. That's, uh, Bullard High School though, right? Bullard, yeah. Yeah, I went there for like a month, but I my one of my lasting memories was the uh, arcade, a couple of arcade machines in a little snack bar area by the cafeteria. So mm-hmm. it's probably yeah. the same, same place. It's like same uh, place. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I used to get my uh, what I used to get. I used to get my uh, my chili picante uh, corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Loved them. Loved them. Still do. So were you playing this stuff on your RetroPie or on PS4? I was playing on PS4 because I have both those games that Hamster been, had been doing, and I think they're still doing a number of uh, arcade ports to PS4. And they're overpriced, but I buy them anyway because they're fun. Yeah, uh, good. Deal. But uh, yeah, I have I have those uh, those same those same games on on RetroPie. Uh, now that I was thinking of, I should look I should look to see if Sidearms is on the. I'm sure it is. Yeah, uh, on the retro pie, you know, get a hankering for that. I, I love the fact that the arcade version of Sidearms is way different from the NES version on there. I have a version for PC Engine, which is the Turbo Graphics, which is different as well. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't play Sidearms that much in the arcade, but the NES Sidearms, I I love that game. That game's good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Leg- oh, Legendary Wings was the other Ooh. one that I couldn't. Yeah. You're bringing me back. You're bringing me back. <laughs> Legendary Wings was the Shihu. I love that game. Mm. Yeah. I didn't play, like the same thing with Sidearms. I didn't play that much in the arcade, but I, play, I played the hell of the NES version of Legendary Wings as well. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never had the NES versions of either of those two games. No, neither so did I. I missed out. I missed out. But, uh, that's what we've been playing for the past couple of weeks. So uh, we're going to get uh, g- jump into our news section. And uh, a couple of things kind of rock the gaming world over the past couple of weeks since we last recorded. Uh, namely, the uh, XO18 has taken place in Mexico City. And uh, Sony announced some uh, rather sh- shocking news that sent... Uh, Shockwaves throughout the uh, gaming community, as it was, as 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 you know, so to speak. So, we're going to get into those two topics and a few a few more news nuggets in our extra extra news section coming up. So, um, 
X, did have you, you two seen the uh, XO18? Joe, obviously you you saw it because uh, uh, I had uh, made some some chicken wings and invited some folks over, and you came by, yeah, uh, uh, to check out the uh, XO18. Des, have you seen the XO18 or any footage from that? Um, I saw a little bit, but once Joe kind of filled me in as to what was going on, I was like, well, I don't need to watch this no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to say, I heard it wasn't all that. I mean, I wouldn't say it was like a horrible thing. It's just it was like incredibly stretched out for what information was available. You know, it wasn't like, you know, but in another way, too, um, I just didn't like the vibe there because of the fact that everyone was being prompted. You could see where you see cameramen in the background filming some of the hosts and you see someone in the background from there, like, you know, raising their hands, going all crazy, prompting the crowd to go crazy. And so, you know, that their um, responses weren't exactly the most genuine <laughs> of it, you know, not being able to see the responses are as far as, uh, you know, being, um, authentic you know and so that's it was distracting on there and i know uh your opinions of it as well kevin as far as just the amount of content where you know i think a lot of the hype from twitter especially between the xbox and the um the sony heads i don't know what you call them the uh ponies. <laughs> sony ponies yeah sony sony ponies. Ponies. <laughs> and the xbox the names for any of this stuff <laughs> i know <laughs> leave it up to social media to, to bring these definitions to the forefront you know? so, <laughs> but you know for what what they had i mean grant i think they had more than what was at the last year's PSX, so I will give them that. They did have uh, some news on there. A lot of people were expecting some game announcements. There were some indie games announced, but as far as any major Microsoft, um, you know, as far as uh, first-party games, you know, major first-party games, uh, there wasn't anything unveiled. Uh, Why do you think event, that? So. Not entirely sure. I'm not sure if they want to lay all their cards on the table or if they're more on the one to, to be able to time this stuff out because I mean obviously if they had something to announce they would probably want to have it come out between now and probably the next big presentation which will be at E3 2019 and so I bet you anything that unfortunately they don't have anything first party beyond what they're showing at XO18 because obviously if they had something coming out between now and uh, June of next year that they would have uh, Definitely put the lid on the on the top of that sob and, and talked about and got some hype going for that. So on that, but as far as what was announced at the show, there's the main points. Uh, Crackdown Three finally has a solid release date, uh, February fifteenth, on there. Thank you. And then there's also a wonderful multiplayer mode, Wrecking Zone, which uh, you know I, I kind of watched, but I'll have to see how it plays. Uh, on launch on there it also will be available with games pass at launch and uh, also they made an announcement too saying that you could actually download uh the game ahead of time using games pass as well so you can preload it on there they're going to offer it for preload i think a week or two before the release date on that so and uh, also they announced the original crackdown being available via backwards compatibility and also uh, available for free for a certain amount of time as well on that so so i'm excited i want to see how the single player game is uh, obviously it wasn't talked about too much on there so hopefully uh, um there's some good news from it i was doing a little bit more research on crackdown 3 
And uh, Dave Jones, the guy that was initially um, prompted to uh, head the development of this, uh, quietly left the development of Crackdown 3 last year. And if you're not familiar who Dave Jones is, Dave Jones was the, one of the original creators from DMA uh, Design that created not only the original Crackdown, but also did um, the um, Grand Theft Auto series, including GTA 3 on there. So he has uh, quite a bit of... Um, yeah. Got a bit of a pedigree there. In the back catalog, yeah. yeah he's got the he's, skills. He's, yeah, he was part of DMA Design and part of Psygnosis, which also created games like Lemmings, if you remember that game from back in the day as well. Lemmings, wow. <laughs> yeah. Lemmings. <laughs> yes, Lemmings. So, uh, Any thoughts, you guys, on Crackdown 3? Yeah, I know we're going to kind of take a bit by bit here. So On Crackdown 3? Um, yes. I'm just, hey... I, I can't say anything about it until it is actually in my hands and I can play it. You know, I'm I, at this point, uh, I, I just need to see it before I can say anything about it because it's it's been trying to they've been trying to make that game or, or release that game for a couple of years now. So I really feel that like, I mean, I, I know it's going to come out. I know we're going to see it. I know it's going to, you know be a thing but i'm just like please just do it you know just just do it just let me let me see it already yeah that's it's been since what the e3 2014 that it yeah. got unveiled and so yeah, yeah it's, 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 like, it's been on. a hot minute so it's, it's been a while on. on it uh i know kevin you're, you're lukewarm i think from what i remember talking to you about it uh, i'm i'm lukewarm uh on this, well, I was lukewarm on <laughs> generally the whole show, but Crackdown specifically, that multiplayer was, I won't say it's not what was promised, but it is definitely not what was shown in in prior uh, in, in prior reveals of this game. What I saw were a bunch of Jenga style glass towers being shot through. I did not see the city-like arenas that they showcased in those uh, hype videos in prior E3 um, uh, in prior E3 showings of this game. So I, it kind of makes me wonder if the scope of this title had to be scaled down to a realistic, a more realistic level. Uh, for the console, or if maybe some of the tech that they were trying to push into this uh, just really could not handle the maybe the background that they wanted this to take place in. Because I know that they said Total Destruction was not part of the campaign in the actual city, but the videos that they showed, you were running around in a city-like environment, and what they showed at XO18 was just a bunch of looks like looks like like I said you know glass Jenga towers being shot through and all this stuff flying down which is kind of a, a, a severe step down from what it was and it's like you know I've never well I've never played the online game I've seen it on YouTube I've watched matches on YouTube of Red Faction Guerrilla. And that looks way better than what I saw uh, uh, on on this, and that's that's a 360 PS3 game. So uh, and it and it didn't use none of this cloud sourcing, you know, cloud based destruction and all that other stuff. And it, and it it handled the destruction pretty well. 
So uh, time will tell. You know, we'll see. Yeah, it might be just that map. You know, it might not be to where they have other styled maps with the other multiplayer maps there in the game. So we'll have to check and see. I mean, obviously, the proof's in the pudding. You know, it is it in the pudding. Come, mm-hmm. Once it does come out, so. Um, yeah, Bill also, Cosby's in jail, and the Jello box is pretty empty. So I, <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Kev. <laughs> and some familiar Japanese games made uh, kind of appearances at XO18, and so they um, revealed DMC's fives um, training mode, which is called the. They showed a lot of different. Uh, uh, abilities for that game, including uh, arm abilities for Nero, I think is the character that has the... Uh, Nero. Yes, so and including a Mega Man arm on there. So uh, appreciate the video. The video is like hosted by the, pro- the producer of uh, Devil May Cry uh, 5 on there. I know he's speaks fluent English, and so he was, he was a good one to you know kind of unveil portions of the game along with the director on there on that so i think it's kind of uh interesting that um that capcom's working intimately with microsoft with dmc5 being unveiled at uh you know june's e3 press conference at uh, microsoft's press conference and now also making another appearance here uh at xo18 so well, to see though, you know, I, I think I talked to you, Kevin, and so even though they're highlighting a lot of DMC five stuff uh, with Microsoft, that your um, Sony uh, bread, Sony dead with the DMC that you're going to be playing on that platform, right? Yeah, with Devil May Cry, yeah, they've already Capcom has already said it's going to be uh, sixty frames per second across all platforms. So, and I'm still rocking Planet 1080p. So 4K assets aren't going to do me any good anyway. And, you know, I started, you know, Don't Make Cry started on PlayStation. I see no reason to change that go. now. So I hear you. I'm just glad, you know, Xbox uh, preferred players get a chance to play the game. I think that's great. But um, I, I have no reason to switch up now. Oh, for sure. And also they showed a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3 footage, um, including Winnie the Pooh's 100 Acre Wood on there. And uh, they showed different uh, universes to travel to, including Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, <laughs> Big Hero 6, Frozen and Tangled on there. Um, I do not care anything yep. to the least about Final <laughs> Kingdom Hearts no. at all. We so I think, uh, well, I think all three of us are a negatory ghostwriter, so... I am not. I I actually played the first one. I like. It's been so long ago. I can't recall anything that take that's taken place. I have not played any of the side quests. You know uh, that took that were on the the DS systems. But I kind of want to get the deluxe edition of this game on PlayStation that has all of the main titles in uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, available, so that's probably what I'm going to do, and just kind of begin the quest of running through those games really? one at a time. Wow! Uh, yeah, uh, I, I kind of sort of want to do that because I don't know the the gameplay on Kingdom Hearts looks dope. On on, on Kingdom Hearts three, um, it's straight up action, which is kind of my bag. Um, Disney characters, which uh, you know, I'm I'm cool with, and 
uh, Sora and the Keyblade. I kind of I kind of like the fact that they're just doing this. They've done this hodgepodge of you know kind of like Final Fantasy uh, or and or Final Fantasy inspired original characters and merge them with the the these Disney properties and the gameplay just looks really dope. So I'm probably I'm probably going to pick this one up. I'm not poo-pooing. I am either. poo-pooing. I mean, it. I've, it I've owned crazy. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> You're winning the poo-poo. I, I, I look at it. And I'm just like I saw this thing about about it, and they were like, you know, like would anyone care if it if it wasn't by Square Enix? And I'm thinking to myself, huh? or, if, or no, if it didn't have Final Fantasy people in it or something to that effect. And I was just like, eh, maybe. But it's just this is the game that I never. I don't know. Just just crossing that crossing those two genres together just was like i don't know and like keyblades and everything and i guess the story is just so confusing it's just like i don't know it's just mm-hmm. uh, but but if you're looking at it at a completely uh game playing standpoint well then yeah you know have some fun work it out mm-hmm. you know yeah the the thing that i find odd is that given the uh uh the the presentation. This is the the what second presentation that has taken place on the Microsoft stage, and that the Xbox is not getting that that all encompassing uh, 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 full edition with all of the prior games. And I don't know if that has to do with because most of those were were on PlayStation or on PlayStation consoles first. Uh, so I don't know what the deal is with that, but I'm kind of surprised that it, at least up until now, the Xbox is not getting that deluxe edition with all the prior main games, which just seems kind of odd given that they've been on two different stages. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, I think it's more Square Enix Japan and maybe Sony Japan having some sort of uh, handshake deal possibly, but who knows? We you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know because they've released that <laughs> those games like on PS3, and now they uh, remastered them for PS4, and so it's yeah. like and, and uh, Xbox is getting some Final Fantasy games uh, from the backlog. So yeah, you know, You're getting everything but eat. Kind of weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also, they made an announcement too that uh, several Final Fantasy titles, specifically Final Fantasy 13. Um, is getting uh, backwards compatibility patch along with, uh, of course, all of the wonderful back catalog of Final Fantasy titles, including um, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X-2, and Final Fantasy XII uh, coming out. But uh, I, I kind of like the fact that they did announce thirteen. I know thirteen's a controversial series, of kind of some pedigree. I've never had a chance mm-hmm. to play it on this. Yeah, I'm talking about the 13, Final Fantasy 13, the 13 oh, 2, and then Lightning Returns on there. Yeah, so, like me. So, so the day I they dabbled in 13, I didn't particularly care for it. Gotcha. Uh, I'll have to give it a shot. I picked up all three for Xbox 360 to be able to. Um, play on the one for like eight dollars at GameStop altogether. So all three games cost me eight dollars altogether. So it's just like ridiculous <laughs> on there. Uh, 
Yeah, well, so, you know, if, if you're hearing this now, though, GameStop went in and, and changed their price from four ninety nine each down up to like uh, ten dollars each because now it's backwards compatible. So you know, <laughs> always the opportunist at GameStop. That's so. Funny. so. Also, they kept uh, at XO18 announcing and unveiling more games coming to Xbox Games Pass. And so some of the highlights, including are PUBG, uh, Void Bastards, which is actually a new game announcement that is um, being um, published or created by some of the old team that worked on Bioshock. It's inspired by Bioshock and System Shock 2 on there so it's a strategy shooter on there but uh, um, it's coming from developer uh, Jonathan Chase Blue Manchu a new studio in Australia on there so I guess it's inspired by Bioshock it's not from a prior Bioshock developer but uh, I'll take a look at that a little bit so and also Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice got announced both Ori games uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori the Will of the Wisp once it comes out next year um, some other games were announced, including stuff like uh, Mutant Year Zero on here, Pathologic 2, uh, The Good Life, you know, some indie titles it looks like here, so I'll have to check those out. And then, of course, some of the back catalog titles, including Agents of Mayhem, which you can go find for 5 bucks at Target right now, and they have like a stack of 30, and no one wants to buy so it. Sad. So I <laughs> come <on>. I know. <laughs> Coming from uh, Volition and having their Saints Row pedigree, I mean, if you want to check it out on Xbox Games Pass, you can. If you want to run the Target and pick it up for five bucks before it goes to sale at Goodwill, you could do that too. But uh, uh, definitely check it out. I don't know as far as are you getting back into Xbox Games Pass at all, Desmond? I know your Xbox right now kind of collecting dust at the moment. I honestly have uh, no idea. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just being honest. Gotcha. I, mm, I'm just, all I can yeah. do is shrug my shoulders. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, us on the show, we at least committed between us three that we're going to play Anthem on the Xbox One. So that's one thing that, you know, we're going to be firing that bad boy up <laughs> at that point in time. Uh, so is that, that that's our commitment, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm doing yeah. yeah. it. Oh, I'm doing it too. <laughs> Okay. And you're still kind of, yeah, I, I know you don't like Xbox Games Pass, Kevin, right? You, it's not that cool. I don't like it. It's I have I no that. use for it. Yeah. It's it's just the same thing as PlayStation Now. I have no use for them. I, I think they have their place, but my concern is that these studios that they've acquired and based off some post-XO18 interviews that Phil Spencer has done – is that the studio's main purpose is to provide, you know, kind of meh content that's going to go straight into Game Pass. And I would hate to see a company like um, Ninja Theory be doing, having to do these, because I consider them a AAA developer. Uh, I would hate to see them do this, having to do this Sea of Thieves, State of, the t- State of Decay, you know, Metacritics in the high 50s to mid 60s type of garbage that, you know, that kind of seems to be filling out the 
at least the current roster of Game Pass titles outside of Halo and Forza, and and I don't know if Gears is in there or not, but I really don't want I, – I don't want to see that happen. I want to see – uh, some high-level content come out of these new studios, and I'm just not convinced that that's going to be the case based off some statements that Phil has said. So we'll just have to see. Oh, I don't think the purpose of Ninja Theory is to make games as a service, but we'll have to see if that if your fears come to to task or not. We'll have to see. But uh, they didn't announce at the show that they did pick up a couple of new studios, including Obsidian Entertainment, makers of uh, the oh, Pillars of Eternity so series, and also uh, the uh, developers of such games in the past, including Fallout New Vegas and Alpha Protocol. On there. Uh, also, they picked up In Exile Entertainment, which also did uh, stuff like uh, Wasteland, Wasteland 2, um, and other games like Bard's Tale, the Bard's Tale series. You know, In Exile basically is uh, uh, the old uh, software developer Interplay. Basically, it's Brian Fargo's new company on there. So it's you're expecting American developed uh, CRPGs on there from that particular team on there. I think that's their bread and butter along with uh, Obsidian's bread and butter as well. It's kind of interesting that, that they, they've picked up two studios that kind of, in a way, almost like uh, do the same type of game or they're noted to develop the same uh, game type on there. So it's almost like they're doing it in a way to satisfy their PC audience as well and add some games if they do do games pass on PC that they do have some games to throw up on there as well. So, But why are you lamenting the fact that uh, because Obsidian I'm, got picked up? For the together? same reason why Kevin was sad, you know, that, uh, that Ninja Theory, because I'm hoping that they don't go out and make, you know, crappy games. Like, okay, so I'm trying to be very... Um, What's the word? I'm trying to be very um, optim- yeah, positive and optimistic positive. because I'm thinking now having being owned by Microsoft now gives them a bit of stability, you know, financial stability that hopefully will allow them to expand their brand. Um, it just I, I just hope that the the way that they expand is not at the cost of their integrity, you know, or or by making you know poop games you know that that are not fun or or good or challenging or or anything you know but but again i'm i'm hopeful that that it gives them it gives them something that is uh the ability to to make cool stuff and people don't lose their jobs and and stuff like that you know i'm just i don't know it's just i'm just not you don't want to. You don't want to see them yeah. become another rare. Yeah, you know. That's yeah. what it boils it's down like, to. It's one of it's one of the OG studios that I really loved. And you mentioned, you know, Alpha Protocol, and I came that game. You know, they people rake that game over the coals, but I thought it was fantastic. And I and I and I have liked most of the games that have Obsidian that ha, that Obsidian has has created. So so while I am happy that they have you know stability as a studio. I I am still ca- optimistically cautious um, until I see the first products of this new partnership. Or not? It's not even a partnership. They fucking bought them. So let's be completely clear. They they own them. You know, this is not a partnership. Yeah. They own them. 
like they they are an in-house studio now so so i'm just hopeful that they do not you know have to make you know as kevin eloquently said it you know metacritic games that are like 50 to 60 percent like i really hope that they're able to still make good shit well and also i mean one thing i'm just gonna throw those in the side but in exile was supposed to be working on a couple of vr projects and even though they got bought up by microsoft they're still working on those vr projects they're still gonna be developing those for pc and getting those out on there so because they've been working on a couple of different uh, projects on there so they're not like gonna um throw their projects to the wind just because it's not going to benefit xbox on there so that's kind of a good sign i think so on that and just to round out xo 18 as far as um stuff that got announced of course um there is a expansion for forza horizon 4 fortune island got announced it will be available on december 13th um kevin's favorite games sea of thieves they're gonna get in the free ex- uh, content expansion in early 2019 and arena mode is gonna be in there as well uh state of decay 2 has a free zed hunter pack on there uh, that will uh, have a powerful and silent crossbow along with new melee weapons, facilities, blood play consumables, and gameplay updates on there. So, you know, for the people that play those games, probably great for them. I know um, I listen to Player One podcast. I know one of the hosts on there, he is a fervent Sea of Thieves fan, and so he is all up in there to all up in it to win it on there. So for the people that like those games, I think um, they're keeping it on for those people. But, you know, for us that maybe have not uh, joined in on the fun, quote unquote, you know, you know, even my friends, you know, on other shows that I'm on that play Xbox, they don't play or see a thieves or state of the case. So it might <laughs> be indicative of either, you know, their gameplay taste or just the fact that the game's, Maybe mine might not be up our alley, quote unquote. They're trash. Um, I, I I can't be politically correct. They're they're, they're trash, and it, this is all subjective. <laughs> but I I tried Sea of Thieves on launch, and no, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I I couldn't I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do. It. I'll be the politically incorrect one on, on the show. No, I. I uh-uh. <laughs> I'd probably say the same thing, but I don't feel that strongly about it. I don't care either way. So. No, it, I mean it's not. I it sounds strongly, but it, it's. I'm just being honest about my yeah. experience. You know. Gotcha. You know. It, Nothing more, nothing less than my experience with the game. So, love your honesty, Kevin. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And last but not least, they did announce mouse and keyboard support for Xbox One. 14 different titles are going to support that, including Fortnite, War Thunder, X Morph Defense, and other games. I know that they said Fortnite will have separate um, rooms for people playing mouse and keyboard on Xbox One. On there, and Razer will be bringing out some Xbox exclusive keyboards and mice, probably glowing green. Uh, but we'll see those at CES in January on there. So, 
And it's good for the people that want to utilize Xbox with mouse and keyboard, almost like a gaming PC on there because it does support FreeSync, which is a setting on a – if you have a computer monitor with that particular setting, the limit uh, – uh, some sort of V-Sync and, and frame rate on there. So the only TVs that really support FreeSync is Samsung TVs. So it's just uh, a good good aside for people that want that support on there. And then uh, just as a dollop of cream on the top, they did announce that they're going to be having a winner of arcade games uh, for ID at Xbox, the indie games, which will be uh, – unveiled at the game awards in december so that's xo 18 in a nutshell you don't have to sit there and watch it for an hour and a half two two hours with <laughs> all of this stuff you know i hope they do a better job next time i hope they don't prompt the crowd to go ape shit over some inane announcement you know and uh you know maybe put on a more professional show you know tight mm-hmm. you know concise you know obviously the content obviously uh since i don't really game that much on xbox you know it's, it wasn't slanted towards you know what i wanted but it, it, at least it's an effort on their part it's there for the people that do game on that platform and uh you know it seems like especially with our next news story at least they're having some you know <laughs> uh E3 buzz on there. But, Kevin, I don't know if you want to lead the next announcement off to kind of segue into Sony's recent announcement. But Sony has announced that they will not be at E3 2019 on there. Yeah, and it was funny because I heard – I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but they had the perfect analogy. It's like like receiving – courtside tickets to the Lakers game and finding out that LeBron's not playing. <laughs> wow. And I thought that was brilliant. I'm not even a <laughs> I'm not even a wow. sports guy. And I was like, yeah, that that does kind of take take the uh the wind out of the sails uh quite a bit because, you know, it's the um that's kind of like E3 is is that event where media that is not gaming centric is focused on as well you know they're they're reporting forbes will report on e3 and what's going on there um so it's it's like man it's like like finding out your your you know your favorite player on your sports team is not going to be playing at the game that, (laughs) that you've just got these prime tickets for but if you remember Last year, when we talked about it, I said Sony is low-key not caring about E3. I mean, what did they do? They they set up a tent and moved people through one tent to another tent to another. You know, Joe, you had your favorite guy, the, the wood <laughs> flute player. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Sony, they did not even book a venue, a proper venue. It was just like a tent thrown up in some parking lot somewhere, you know, (laughs) and they, they just weren't caring, you know? I mean, I, I think I thought the content that they showed, particularly Ghost of Tsushima, new IP was 
fantastic, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, stuff that we had seen before uh, with some third-party content, new IP in Ghost of Tsushima, uh, uh, not revealed, but but uh, actual gameplay shown. Uh, and that was pretty much it. So, in a way... I'm, this doesn't surprise me. Am I disappointed? Yeah, because you know I look forward to E3 like just about every gamer. But it does it surprise me? Not really, particularly given what they did last year. So uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting because now, since like like EA is not at E3, they do their own little event that's E3 adjacent. Uh, I guess you could say the same thing for for Ubisoft. They kind of do their own thing. Um, Nintendo has been out of E3 for I don't know how many years, and they do like a a, a, a YouTube video. You know, it's it's E3 adjacent, but the, you know, but all of them have a presence there. So this is this is going to be Microsoft's time to make a case for its platform. And when I say make a case for its platform, I'm not talking about the people that are already in it, that are enjoying it. You know, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people that have yet to be convinced that the Xbox is a viable console gaming platform for them, uh, particularly when this generation is drawing to a close and PS5 and Xbox Scarlet, whatever those platforms uh eventually uh morph into upon release um this is an opportunity for microsoft to really build a case when they've got the eyes of the uh media gaming and non-gaming on them and it's a lot it's pressure on sony because now sony's got to come up with a means to Whatever PS5 or whatever uh, game game announcements that they would have had at E3, they've got to come up with some uh, marketing and press conference um, uh, methodologies that are going to bring that same type of attention to whatever it is that they've got to announce or showcase. So there's pressure on both ends here. And it's going to be interesting to see during the course of this coming year how all this stuff starts to pan out. You know, there's rumors on both um, on both sides about what these next consoles are going to be. And uh, I, I, I look at it as a disappointing move and kind of a bold move because, you know, I don't think anybody was really expecting it. I know I wasn't expecting it, but based off what they did last year – uh, it it's not really surprising because it's just like they just kind of seem like they just don't low key care, uh, based off that last show with you know. Mm, I think they, <laughs> I, I think they cared. I think they wanted to transcend what they wanted to present and how they wanted to present it. So, it's just because you know this is like not the three from a few years ago where you know people were uh, you know physically or visibly weeping because of Final Fantasy 7, Shenmue 3 and all the games that were 
like, you know, basically bombed out, you know, uh, Hideo Kojima death stranding project, you know, and that kind of thing where, you know, it looks like they just, instead of playing that game, they just not caring about winning E3. It looks like that they wrapped up PSX last year, said, uh, we're not doing it this year and not going to E3. So I would basically think that they are going to do some sort of event, uh, some PSX revision of some sort, and be able to hold it out on their own time and at their own pace whenever they want to uh, announce the show and, and what time of year they want to put their announcements on and have their own presentation, have their own show, for God's sake. It's like, I mean, they're big enough. They Either one of the three major manufacturers could have pulled out of E3 and did their own show, uh, but they just relied on the E3 and as far as the timing of everything and um, it's a bold move. I mean, they pretty much said when asked, we will not activate or hold a press conference around E3. So they basically are saying they're, they're not going to even be at the site, you know, and it's different from Nintendo because Nintendo decided to do their pre-recorded um, Nintendo Direct versus, you know, holding a presser like usual. So uh, they stated that... Uh, we're looking at events as a whole, and we can speak more to our fans and continue to wow them. The timing of PSX and E3 didn't allow for that, but a lot of exciting things to come, and we hope to share shortly. Some of our biggest names will have key milestones next year, so we will work hard to quote unquote blow those. So up. one thing I one thing about when you're that I found particularly interesting was nowhere in that statement said that they will never return to E3. So they might yeah. just be taking the yeah. year off, yeah. you know, to to kind of circle the wagons, you know, really kind of see what they're going to do. I do think that they are going to I do think that ultimately they don't want to be tied to E3. I think it it is I agree that it is better for them just to kind of be like, you know, this is our own this is our own deal, come on in and you know, and be a part of it or not. I think that suits them better. Um, because they want to be in control of, of their messaging and everything, which they still can be, but it's like they want to do their own thing, you know. And I think, I think, and I think, you know, mm. PSX was their way of trying to do that. But at the same time, um, I think, I think it was just like a test. It's like I think they are testing. They're 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 testing the water, so to speak, and be like, you know, okay. If we were to do it at Vegas, if we were to do it here, if, if we were to do it at so and so, you like how what would it look like? What what what's going on? I think that's I think that's what they're what they're doing. And so at some point it might it might turn into be a bit more um or we might see a little bit more um of their own stuff, but I do think that at some point they might return um or do something with it. For them just to say completely like we're not going to do it anymore. I don't think. I don't. I'm, I don't think they. Well, I don't know. I mean, they might, but I, I think it would be causing more harm than good. You know, or just just to completely not do anything with it. You know. It just depends on because I think they. I think they were stretched too thin in the past years. Like with uh, last year's PSX, you know, they didn't really have enough to. You know, do a proper you know press conference last year. When the years before they 
brought some, you know, maybe uh, obscure stuff, maybe not as known stuff to the stage where, you know, on E3, you're not going to talk about like, you know, Yakuza or something on stage on there and be able to hype up more of the smaller games. I've noticed at least lately with Sony as the last couple of years is that the indie hype has kind of died down on the platform. The kind of indie hype is kind of built on the Switch now for the most part on there so it's just uh it's just a change in focus on what their messaging is and you know talking about the big hitters you know the call of duty fours and the red dead redemption twos and all the um big contracts that they have as far as exclusive content and that kind of thing so so we'll have to see i i don't think it's uh, if they're going to forgo e3 for forever but um, I'm hoping that you know just that this is going to lead up to a buildup of, of uh, another event that uh, like a fan event uh, that will you know either unveil PS5 or be able to lay more of the cards on the table for uh, what they're going to do in the upcoming year between 2019. Well, I, and wrong. I really liked so. PSX. I thought it was a lot of fun, you know, hanging out and doing that because that was my first yeah. full-on gaming. Um, that was my first full-on gaming, uh, I don't want to say conference, but con, you know, so, you know, so that was my first, yeah. like, hey, this is this is it. This is a big one. Ah, you know, I mean, I went to Day of the Devs with you, Joe, but it, that's still, like, not the same, so, so. Yeah, I know. You know, we'll have to see, you know, E3 is going to be still the same. We're going to have a Microsoft press conference. We're going to have a Nintendo Direct. We're going to have Bethesda, you know, Ubisoft, EA, you know, hopefully about the bland of the bland, you know. <laughs> so, the bland. you know, so you're still going to have the usual stuff. I mean, and they'll probably still have PlayStation 4 games on the floor, you know, just not, you know talked about i'm just kind of wondering too how they're going to replace that huge sony booth on the floor of e3 and whether we're going to have just you know a bunch of mom and pop shacks selling like import video games <laughs> vendors, they probably make more money yeah, off of the vendors that are, that are going to be sitting there selling it once they open it to the public you know i i mean that's the one thing i mean they they pay for the space but but can you imagine how much money they're gonna they're gonna get off of those off of the space that um that is now vacated because of because of um uh, Sony. I mean, think about it. They they stand to make the the yeah. E3 the venue stands to make more money by by subdividing their uh, Sony space and letting it go to other people. They they just they just stand to make more money. You know, which is cool. I'll tell you guys on the truth, the last E3 I attended, which was what 2006, on there. Um, uh, you know, I hadn't gone in like 15 years prior to that, but uh, and going to that and seeing what was on the floor, that was the last year EA was on the floor. And literally all they had was kiosks with just videos running <laughs> and same thing with the uh, Square Enix for the most part. So it was just like I just felt like uh, uh, the E3 of years past was kind of not there and this is just an evolution of how does that, that feel for you kinda, then? i mean that's a really good uh, that's a really good comment i mean you're a person who has gone to many different iterations of e3 how does it feel you know that that sony's not gonna be there a mainstay who had been there for so long you know how does that feel they've been there that's just it's just a change of time that's all so it's like uh you know I, i'm not gonna get in my car and drive 300 miles down to la to go to this event anymore or even make the effort um to be able to go in and do that 
were before you know it's like <laughs> it was like being a kid in the candy store now and i know you said still that you still want to go to an e3 just to experience it but <laughs> oh, I, uh, I bet you anything i could tell you right now is that uh i know kevin you haven't been to e3 either and i don't think you'd want to go right just given no. the fact no not in the def- not not this one not not 2019's e3 yeah. that's for sure yeah so, but, but I I remember just long lines and especially open for the public now. It's like, I, 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 I can't even imagine how, you know, overcrowded it's going to be. I, I wish in a way they had another like gaming event, kind of like Tokyo Game Show, where it's open to public that they have more kiosk available and a little bit more focus on the fandom part of it versus the uh, business part of it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and also another thing we have to remember, too, is that 2019 represents the 25th anniversary of PlayStation. Yeah. So I would just imagine that they were looking at this as like, okay, let's get it. Let's set up something where we're not sharing the stage with anybody. We'll tie in maybe some some game announcements over the course of a period of time. Uh, PS5 uh, reveal kind of loop that into the whole 25th anniversary of PlayStation, which is a significant milestone, and just kind of you know run with that. Um, again, disappointing that they're not going to be there, uh, but in long term, not really surpri- not really surprising. And if they're if the goal is to at some point next year loop in a PS loop in a PS5 announcement with this 20 with the 25th anniversary uh, of PlayStation as a brand, um, I can it, it all kind of sort of makes sense um, in a way, but 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 still disappointing and risky also. So. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out uh, in the coming months as we go into 2019. So a lot to see. So, mm-hmm. all right. And other news that are not these two news items. So we'll kind of go over these pretty quickly. Um, they just recently had a Final Fantasy 14 fan event in Las Vegas. And at um, Square Enix's annual Final Fantasy 14 fan event, the company announced this latest expansion coming out. It's going to be titled Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers on there. So um, there's a, a nice little trailer out for it. it. Looks like they are bringing out a um, Blue Mage oh, character sweet. job for the game on there. Uh, update 4.5 is well before the launch of Shadowbringers on there. Uh, while they no other new jobs were announced, they, we will see a, a character wielding what looks like to be the series' famous Gunblade on there. So they're introducing that weapon type in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, the Blue Mage will have a level cap of 50, but that will be increased as time goes on. On that note, the overall level cap in Shadowbringers will be increased from 70 to 80. There's also a new race that's been teased for the game as well on there, but they did not make a formal announcement of that so also they're going to be adding new beast tribes to the game along with new primals on there so and also with all expansion game will be getting nine additional dungeons as well as some new raids on there and a trust system will also be added into the game meaning that players will be able to run through dungeons with npc characters so subscribers can now enjoy the entirety of the expansion story alone if they so desire 
on there. So also there's going to be a new game plus mode, which will allow you to go back and experience older content as their current characters, just in case if you want to re do some of the story bits on there. So, and also uh, subscribers will also be able to start visiting different servers and their data centers on there, uh, just in case if you have maybe friends on another server that you want to play with on there. So uh, they said Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers will be available sometime early in the summer of 2019 on there. And this is available for both PlayStation 4 and PC on there. So uh, any thoughts, Desmond? I know you've dabbled in this game in the past and uh, not sure if you were thinking about going back to it. It's such a damn time sink yeah. from what I've played a bit before. So, but you know, I, I appreciate the fact that for people that love this game, that they're in it to win it. You yeah, know, so. I mean, I wouldn't mind going back and, and playing a little bit. It's just I got friends to play it, and you know, I I played it for quite a few quite a few days and got really really into it. But you're right, it's just a it's just a ginormous time sink, and you really have to kind of be like, all righty, this is what I'm gonna be doing for a while, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> like destiny two times like what 10 well, I would I mean, say, it's just, so. it just has a lot of stuff in it you know there's just a lot of shit to yeah. do. <laughs> so <clears throat> so that's 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 not i mean that's not i mean a terrible problem that there's a lot of shit to do it's just it's just there's just got to be kind of ready for it you know you just kind of you you just yeah. you just kind of ha- kind of have to be ready to to run and do it and and do the stuff and and again it's one of those games where you kind of have to be with friends like if you don't if you do it by yourself or you don't do it with anyone i mean i know there's some people who who play that game by themselves and it's totally fine but for me i need like i need like to be around somebody and 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 with people. That's why again, that's why I like playing Destiny with you guys because it's fun. And I think about another thing about uh, Final Fantasy in general is that um, you, when you start really getting into it and you start doing the 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 rating and all that other stuff, you run into I run into a problem. And that problem is I don't like uh, rotations. You know, so and by rotations, I mean, when you're playing that game, you have you have these things called rotations and meaning you do this move, then you do this move, then you do this move and then you do this move. And then while this move is on cooldown, you do this move. And then while this move is doing this, you do this. So it's just so it 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 it, for me, it, it takes the fun out of it because you're literally just you know pushing this button waiting for this button to cool down and then you're pushing another button waiting for that other button to cool down and then you have all these things that you have to kind of kind of manage and for me you know it 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 becomes a job and i know some people really fucking love that and they just love to just kind of like you know sit down and and, and see if they can you know pull off their their rotations perfectly but but for me i don't i don't need to 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 do that like i don't need to um, like it's just it's just too much, you know. It's just it's just it's just too much for me. Like I just, and that's why I kind of like that's why I kind of like Destiny because as as an RPG as as a as a MMO, I guess it kind of is, but it's not. It's just because you don't have to worry about your 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 rotations. Like I can run in, I can shoot, 
you know, and it has very little where like, okay, you stand here, and if you don't, if you don't stand here, you're gonna get you're gonna get killed. But it's it it it's not that rotation thing, and I I really wish I was explaining this better, but but there's just something about like having to do rotations in a in a certain way, and then and then I don't know, just 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 really just like ugh, just irks me. So. So that's, so that's one of the gotcha. reasons why I don't love that game as much as much as I would like because people get really and that's one of the reasons why I don't like you know I didn't really get too too keen into um a lot of the uh, a lot of the RPG or um, MMOs that are like that is because I just can't I just can't do that I like I just I got to be able to just do what I need to do you know <laughs> I got to be able to just run around have a little fun and, and not be like, you know, you know, Desmond, you have to stand over here. You have to do, you have to do <laughs> twin strikes into, you know, fauna, Sean, into this and that, into that and into that, you know, to get your most maximum damage. And if you don't, you lose the phase. It's just like, really? Oh my God. You know, it's going to be, again, there's yeah. phases in destiny where you have to do certain things, but it's just, it's just not as, as crucial as, 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 as it seems in, in, in Final Fantasy, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird to me. Oof. That'd be a big old fat zero for you, Kevin, right? Yeah, yeah, that, none of that right? sounds appealing I mean, you're to literally me just, you're literally just like, you know, okay, you have to make sure that while this is on cooldown, you got to watch your meters because this is going to come off cooldown, and then you got to make sure that you're that you're doing this, and then you got to do that, and then, oh, oh, you missed your cooldown, up, oh, you're, 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 we got to wipe, we got it, we're, we're going to die now, and I'm like, really? Like, I'm... I, <laughs> I, I'm 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 oversimplifying it, but it's like it's not terrible. But it's just like I just don't want to have to be like you know. Oh my god, I missed my rotation. Uh, well, I, I don't know. You know, I made a mention of this because I've been kind of itching to play 14 a bit, and maybe I'll get a chance. And uh, I have a free month to go and at my leisure to be oh, able yeah. to go and, and play through and check out some of the prior content and at I, least I had fun I had fun when I was that. playing it don't get me wrong I had fun when I was playing but 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 if I was ever going to like get serious and do that stuff I just I just don't think that I I don't think that I can you know just because of of um of how crazy it would be to get these to get these rotations and then and the and the spacing and the timing and and I know people some people just really get off on that but I am not one of those people mm so, sounds like to me, mouse and keyboard should probably be the way to play that. I don't know. So. It's just it's weird. I don't. I don't. I don't particularly yeah. care for it. You know. All right, and then other than Final Fantasy news. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen got a um, bombshell dropped on the um, gameplay um, supporters for that particular title. On there, there was a live stream that was held earlier um last week uh and it was kind of an odd timing uh, and they basically came on um announced this whole thing in japanese with english subtitles that the uh final fantasy 15 uh dlc season pass basically is kind of almost in a way canceled it is canceled it literally was like deuces it's out no more bye-bye <laughs> I like, know. No, pretty much. Gone. Yeah. Sorry. So there was, <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to schedule four new DLC episodes in spring 2019, uh, revolving around Noctis, 
uh, Ariana, uh, Luna Freya, and Arden on there. So, and they basically decided that they were working on the Arden uh, DLC episode, and they said that uh, on that note that they're going to finish that DLC episode, and uh, after that, basically, that everything else was going to be canceled on there. They said that they had a quote-unquote directional change on there. They re-examined those projects and determined that they should cancel production on there and they regret that they won't be able to release episodes that fans were looking forward to but hopes they understand and try episode Arden which is still being made and releasing next March as far as the directional change the director of the game uh, Hajime Tapata has left Square Enix Um, he basically uh, just said I'm out he's starting his own company Luminous Productions and uh, basically just had enough and I could probably surmise that he was probably getting too much pressure on the business and defense on there that, um, you know, he had to bow out on there and it didn't seem like final fantasy 15 was, um, financially as successful as the square Enix wanted it to be. Uh, I got to give him two thumbs up though. Cause he brought that project back from the brink quote unquote on there. Um, but uh, as far as the project he's working on with his production company, Loomis Productions, uh, he is actually working with Square Enix on there. So and so, um, they're probably going to come up with some exclusive content for PS5 on there because Square Enix is working on quite a bit of different things right now on there. But as far as for Final Fantasy 15, it's kind of left. <laughs> uh, I think the game with I don't know if it's a bad taste in its mouth, quote unquote, but. Uh, they did announce that they're going to be lowering the season pass price down to fourteen ninety nine dollars uh, beginning in December. Um, there's also a multiplayer element for Final Fantasy XV uh, called Comrades that is going to be released separately on December 12th on there. It'll be available just in case if you want to play it. Um, if you don't own the actual game itself on there, um, it will be available for people to have the season pass for free on there. So, And that adds multiplayer elements to Final Fantasy 15 as well on there. And that game will have include 10 new bosses, costumes, and weapons on there. So so I still haven't played Final Fantasy 15. I think out of the three of us, Kevin, you beat Final Fantasy 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great game. Um you think, the, you think about going, that, hmm? oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Given though that this game was originally, I think it was originally announced as Versus 13 back at the tail end of the PS3 era, uh, there was, and, and the project has just been moving and moving and, and funds invested and invested, there was no way that they were ever going to recoup recoup what they put into this game. Um, it and I, I, I think that just just knowing that it, it at some point the the numbers were just smacking Square Enix in the face, and it is like okay we've we've tried and I think they did a lo- they they did a reasonable a reasonably I, I haven't played any of the DLC I just played the main game um, I think they tried to make this game as financially viable as they could but i think there is probably they had probably sunk they, they've sunk millions and millions and millions of dollars into this project 
over the course of well over, you know, what, 10, 11 years or so. And it, it's, it's, how do you get that money back? Nope. You can't, you know. Yeah. They're, trying to, <laughs> so, they're trying to work to make this game a platform almost with the way they were kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they wanted to make it a platform and make it, uh, you know, viably financially viable for them and something that could be built upon kind of like maybe the uh the destiny of rpgs maybe but you know i think it just the writing the financial writing has just been on the wall for this game for so long that it it, it was just time for them to just you know just to get out <laughs> you know, they got a lot of fires cooking right now and, you know, I, I think it's probably just best to get out. I, I, you know, I think they, I don't know, as I would say that they probably did as did right by their customer base as they could. Uh, and, I'm, and I know people out there, oh, if they made this service-based game, they did this, they did that, and they, they had this DLC, and yada, 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 yada. I, I get that, and those are valid points. But, you know, at the end of the day, the the dollars and cents have got to have, have got to meet a certain requirement, and it was just time to get out. Gotcha. All right, so... I'm going to be actually checking out Final Fantasy 15 pretty soon. I want to put it up on my like backlog list to play because uh, it's worth playing. I think it's the, any interest in dabbling in 15 Desmond or you I'll like, probably eh. play it. My own and I, just, I don't know the whole you know boy band road trip. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but but it really dude, is it, good. It, it, it is the dopest concept I've ever I've ever heard right. of in an RPG. It. it it it, it 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 sounds stupid, I yeah, but bro. I mean it, that's the it, thing, you know. <laughs> it plays really, it plays off I mean, really well thing. in like, the story. If, if if I got you know a good you know a friend saying like, look, look, it's good. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. It's like okay, you know. Then I'm more, then I'm more uh, uh, like because people are all like you know oh you know. What about this person, you know, this this reviewer, this so-and-so? You know, no. I'd rather hear, you know, what Kev and what, and what Joe has to say about stuff, you know. And, and if Kev is like, dude, it's dope, you should play it, I'm like, okay. You know, that, that, that's, that means more to me, <laughs> you know, because seriously, I, I was like, mm, I don't know, bro. You know, I'm just like, it looks... Mm. <laughs> But if it's pretty dope and you and, you, and you're willing to, because yeah. I I know you scrutinize yeah. a lot of stuff and you, you know, and and so I'm just like okay, you know, if Kevin, if Kevin is like this is this is worth your time, I, I'm like okay, you know, okay. It really is. It, it really is. I, you, you gain. Uh, you start. You really start caring about these characters early on, and seeing their relationship evolve during the course of the story within this whole you know bro force Mm -hmm. trifecta (laughs) you know that's what you want to call it uh well well quadfecta because there's four of them whatever a four 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 fecta whatever you want to call it um it it just you really start caring about these characters individually apart from Noctis 
and seeing how all this stuff plays out and that ending scenario, you know, it's like, damn. <laughs> I'm not going to say I shed any tears, but, Got you. It, uh, you, did, you know, did. I was like, you're like, OK. <laughs> all right, well, damn, then. All right. All right. And did you see the yeah. movie at all or did that help or? Okay, so the I movie was not. just like I don't care about the movie, not. but the but 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 the but it was dope though. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. I have the movie, so I'm planning on watching it before I start the game. In fact, there's that two, the, there's like an eight bit style game that's supposed to be like a prequel to that game as well mm-hmm. on there. So they added a lot of little bits and pieces on there. Are you thinking, Kevin, about going back with the season pass or checking out the multiplayer portion of it? Because I, th- I can imagine us three playing this multiplayer possibly so i mean i really don't see this type of game as multiplayer i mean if you guys go in i'll go in with you and play it uh what i do want to do is play the story dlc i do want to eventually get back and and do the uh uh the the story dlc for the uh the main characters uh i definitely want to do that i have no idea when i'm going to do that (laughs) Because the, the the plate, the, the 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 food on the plate is stacking up, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I definitely want to do that because the game, it, it it's solid, it is solid. Good deal. Okay, other news that caught my eye, kind of want to talk with it, with you guys. Uh, Microsoft is apparently is going to be releasing a. Xbox One in 2019 without a disc drive. I heard about that. So, um, that yeah. was just rumored, right? Yeah, it's just a, no official confirmation on there, but mm. they said the report details that the console is slated to release in 2019. It will not uh, allow users to insert disc in the console. However, Microsoft are working on a disc, the digital program that will turn your physical copies of video games into a digital format. Uh, on there, but it's you swapping it for a code at participating retailers. I guess that would be able to give you a code for the game on there. And as far as why they're doing this so late in the current generation, they were saying that due to the um, lack of the disk drive, it will lower the price of the brand new console by 100 bucks. will probably cost $200 or less due to the lack of disk drive on I mean, there. So, yeah. so. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was 2013 it, all over again. You know it, man. Xbox Game Pass and you buy your discless uh, Xbox One. I'm telling for you, they're trying to move into here, a discless, so. discless world. I mean, and people are telling you, like, yeah, listen to these folks. You know, the, the folks when the when the when the insiders are all like, well, you know, you know, this media might be changing. You gotta listen to them. Yeah, we got to listen to them, but at the end of the day, we're the ones with the money. We're the ones that's spending money on this stuff. And if we don't like it, then we have to we have to make that clear by not buying this stuff. You know, I, I there is no way in hell I'm taking back my physical games and trading them back in on digital codes. No, that is not happening because. I'm trading what I physically own for a license to use that can be stripped away at any point in time by that given content mm. creator or the uh, ecosystem that is supporting that content. That's crazy. That 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 is bat crap crazy to me. And 
you know, if, if this is what people want, you know, hey, it, y'all like it, I love it for you, but this is not this is not the direction I want console gaming to go in no way, shape, or form. And I would be just as critical if Sony was doing something like this because. Uh, and you can say, well, yeah, they're just giving you a choice. Yeah, they're, they're not giving, giving you a choice, choice if, they're, if they're giving rid of a. But they are fishing. Uh, they are fishing to get rid of your physical media, and you can make the case that well, what's actually really on your disc? How much are you really downloading from the disc as opposed to downloading from the internet? You know, uh, for those folks that don't have a viable internet connection. That physical content is on that disc. They down it. It downloads to their hard drive, and they're able to play it. This is this is no, <laughs> no. I'd say negatory goes right or too, but I could see the convenience of having it and the cost involved too. So, I mean, PC players pretty much download all their content now on Steam and other. Uh, sites like that, you know, like Ubisoft and EA, and so I mean, I could see for a certain segment of the audience where this is would be perfectly fine. So it just depends, you know, if you live in a rural area with bad, bad. internet, guess what? <laughs> you know, you have an option option with a disc based system. You know, it's not going to be where I can imagine someone trying to play Overwatch <laughs> on PC like that lives out in the boonies. Well, guess what? Too bad, so sad. So. <laughs> Can you imagine I, I that? that's, that's just so that's just that? so crazy too bad that's just so, so crazy and let's be honest piracy killed pc gaming as far as you know as it used to be as far as going somewhere and buying the physical media and putting it in your drive yeah. you know piracy did that and when was the last pc gamer you ever heard of that was actually paying 59.99 for a new release mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <nope>. they're not <laughs> You know, so it's like that's just that's just crazy to me. I mean, it's it's like I I don't because here's the thing, though, right? If you're taking your physical media back, you already have an Xbox with a disk drive in it. Assuming it's still working, why are you doing that? I, I, I don't I don't I don't. That's, uh, I, guess, I guess it's an option for people that want to quote unquote upgrade, or maybe if they Xbox takes, <laughs> Xbox a, dump takes a dump on there, or if they're trading. <laughs> That's a great way to say it. Yeah, you know, I have a couple know, friends Xbox like my my friend not yeah takes yeah imagine Cortana take a dump <laughs> no. <laughs> but, I, I shouldn't uh, laugh at that because it's stupid, but it's just so funny. Um. <laughs> uh, well, it just depends. I mean, it's, it, they have to think of all scenarios as far as someone going from physical to this new console with no disk drive. So they have to think of scenarios for them to be able to still access their content on there. Now, whether me going in and buying this new Xbox One with no disk drive, I'm going to bring in a ranky-danky old copy of, like, say, uh, uh, the guy game on Xbox Original that, you know, backwards compatible or something. I don't think they're going to hook me up with a Why? code for the guy yeah, the game. physical but, media. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I would think that they would. <laughs> You know, that's 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 what they're saying. Hey, like we 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 understand what you have. We're we want to we want to do this. You know that I, I would hope that they would be they would do that, right? 
I wonder what I wonder what they would do to this too. Whether you take it to GameStop and they would just sell I mean, your think about it like this. Instead. Think about it like this. You see that GameStop is is like you know lowering or it's it's all freaking out it's thinking about going not going out of business but but it's really kind of like freaking out about this stuff maybe all these industry insiders are, are onto something you know maybe maybe they are slowly shift trying to shift us to a discless media think about it you know that that cuts down on all of the mom and pops all of this extra waste you know and and the secondary market it yeah. literally it literally kills the secondary market what so like GameStop be? would be like the Bank of America for digital game exchange. Well, they would have be like your game exchange because it would be a license, just like you said. It would be a license, so you yeah. can't sell. Yeah. I mean, you're you're literally cutting out the middleman because you don't need you, you don't need that physical copy anymore. All you need is a is a hard drive or uh, big enough. Crazy. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nutty to me. It's I, I, I don't know, y'all digital only folks. I mean, hey, Whew. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I have a couple other news stories to mention, then we'll talk about what we're doing for Black Friday. Kind of wrap up the show on here. So, uh, one another news article that caught my eye is that um, another company has gotten into the physical controller game per se. Astro has announced that they're going to bring a pro controller named the C40TR that will come out in early 2019, allowing players to both customize both the hardware and software on a PlayStation 4 and Windows PC controller on there. So if you like offset sticks, guess what? Swap out the sticks. Uh, It allows for you to be able to go ahead and configure this thing to your liking on there. They have swappable modules and be able to go ahead and put in different sticks on there. Stick caps also can be replaced to whatever type you're most comfortable with on there. Um, they're supposed to be uh, pro controller ready, so if you want to go compete professionally, this is something that you'd be able to use as well on there. Um, also, they have rear buttons that can be remapped using switches on the controller. Another switch controls whether or not the controller is in low-latency wired mode, or you could hook it up to a wireless mode via USB dongle for home usage on there. And also, there's going to be a... 3.5 millimeter headphone jack included with the uh, controller as well on there. And so also they're going to offer customization software that allow you to create profiles that can be swapped using the controller. Options such as trigger and stick sensitivity, remapping buttons, dead zone adjustments, EQ audio and mic output and side tones can also be modified on that as well. So, so it sounds all crazy. Battery life is supposed to be around 12 hours on there. And, you know, purchase of the controller includes a travel case. And basically because the CR40TR is going to retail for a hot $199.99 on there. So, fellas, I know I'm more of a controller geek than you two probably combined. On there, any thoughts on this bad boy or something? I'm just going to be... You'd be playing at my house, right, Ken, at right, Desmond? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I gotta, I gotta 
J- jump jump in there with Dez on that one. <laughs> okay. Ain't no way I'm paying two hundred dollars for a gamepad. <laughs> it, it, it's not something. It's, I, it ain't happening. I mean, I'm the guy. I, now I'll pay that for a fight stick. But I mean, I paid two twenty five for my Comba Dragon. So it's not like I'm adverse to 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 paying outrageous amounts of money for a controller. I ain't I ain't paying that for a pad, bro. Not. <laughs> That's why I can't get in with this scuff. I can't get in with these Xbox Elite controllers for $150. That's crazy to me. Um, you know, to me, I, I'm cool with a standard DualShock and an Xbox controller. I'm, I'm good. I'm just out. It looks looks hot to me. I'd be able to swap out my little digital pad and swap out the D. You know, like you know, add weights if I need to. Uh, just the sensitivity, you know, f- you know, with the actual controller itself, not in the setting of the game, on there, and so you know, this is like controller porn, basically, well, enjoy, is what it is. Buddy. So I mean, <laughs> it's not, it's not the functionality I have a problem with. It's the price. Yeah, the price. I, I know. You can't tell me that they couldn't have done all this stuff, and this just not for Astro, but for all these other companies too. You can't tell me they couldn't give you that same level of customization. For a lower price, and and still would have made it a, a, a decent profit. I, 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 these are little plastic knobs and switches and 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 triggers. How much money does it really cost to manufacture that stuff? I, I, I you know, I, I the, the functionality is dope. I have no problem with that, but that yeah. price, bro. Mm-mm. I know. It includes a whole lot of stuff. So if you are interested out there, uh, check out the uh, trailer on there. It's going to be available beginning of 2019. My tax return money if I'm getting a refund probably. (laughs) Well, I'll pay... We'll pay for this bad boy. So uh, they're taking pre-orders right now on Astro's website, but uh, retailers such as GameStop, Amazon, Best Buy uh, will be carrying the product when it launches next year on there. So on that so and then last but not least the roundout news is a game that's been on pc has been on xbox one is going to be making its way over to playstation 4 grinding gear games has announced that they'll be bringing the action rpg path of exile to playstation 4 on december 7th alongside with the 3.5 expansion that was previously announced for pc and xbox one versions of the game on there so they are working their way over to the PS4 um, platform on there. I don't know if you're familiar with Path of Exile, but basically it's uh, almost like in it's the same Diablo vein clone. as Diablo 2. It's a Diablo clone, yes, on there. So it is free to play. So that's one thing to keep in mind, too. And I know some of our listeners, including Hint Hint, Jason, Surgeon Fire, I know you love your free-to-play game. So you'll probably be I playing this and, and because... I've, I, you know, I haven't fired my Xbox up yet, and I, I played haven't played it. it on Xbox. But uh, what do you think it of was it? Glitchy as hell. That's all I remember of it is being super glitchy. And I was okay. like, why is this glitchy <laughs> like this? I was just like, what the hell? It was just the weirdest thing. I don't know what was going on, but yeah, it 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 had good potential. But I really hope the the, the localization or 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 whatever they're doing in for. Um, Whatever they're doing for uh, its release on PS4, I really hope that it is it is just better because this is it was bad. It was bad. Ooh, it was bad. 
Well, since it is free to play, we'll all kind of take the time to check it out. I know I've been wanting yeah, to check I'm, it out I'll for a while. Play, I'll definitely so. play with you. You know, I'm down. Again, once when it was when it was working and it wasn't speeding up and slowing down or just staggering and stuff, it was just uh, it, it it seemed like it had a lot of like fun stuff. Like I was like, okay, this looks like it could be kind of fun, but ooh, the, it was. I just like I had it, and I was just trying very hard to make this work, and I was just like, mm, I'm good. I don't need to. I don't need to work that hard. So free or not, I don't need to work that hard. Gotcha. <laughs> all right and then we're going to close out uh, i know that uh, we're going to talk about e3 a little i mean e3 uh, black friday a little bit on there and i kind of want to change it up a little bit i don't want to sit here and just read off a bunch of deals to you guys i just want to kind of cover with you guys as far as what you're looking forward to what you are on the hunt for and let the listeners know if they do happen to be traveling to Fresno, California, <laughs> what they would see you <laughs> uh, battling on the floor on Thanksgiving you know, uh, evening as far as what you guys are looking to try to grab. I want, I'm looking for a TV, number one. I think it'd be kind of cool uh, to get a TV. So that's one of the things that I'm looking for. Uh, as far as video games, all I know is I have a ton of video games at, at your house already for for. So I don't know if I'm going to be buying any other video games. Like, I really do not know. I thought about possibly um, up, upgrading to a to a, a PS Pro. Um, I don't know if that's really going to happen or not. Um, I'm Concentrate yeah, on the TV I think, first. I think that's I think probably so. what's going to happen for the most part. But, again, um, I that's the only thing I can think of, really. It's just... Is that? Gotcha. I know, Kevin. You're on the hunt for some storage too, right? Yeah, yeah. I need storage for my uh, for my uh, iMac, and I need storage for uh, my mm. PlayStation. Yeah. So I'm on the hunt for uh, external storage for those two things. Um, and I might the only game I'm really gonna I'm probably gonna well, there's two. I want to pick up uh, Detroit Become Human because I think that's going to be on sale for like twenty yeah, bucks. Twenty dollars. Yeah, twenty bucks at most retailers. I I got the yeah. master list up right now, so if any games you guys are thinking about, I will look them up for you and we'll talk yeah. about it. So and probably Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, cheapest place you can get that at is Best Buy for twenty nine ninety nine, and if you're hankering for the gold edition you can get that from the ubisoft store right now for 54.99 on there which is actually not bad because that will include the season pass that will include both uh, the hd remaster of assassin's creed 3 with all the dlc including liberation so Mm. i would i would like to get a tv but i'm i'm if if i was going to be in town for thanksgiving i would probably That'll probably be my, you know, priority one. But I'm going to be out of town, and I'm kind of thinking. Uh, I know TCL has got some good prices. That's what I was going to buy. Some A good, six series uh, TCL, good, actually, because the I have yeah, one. I'm I'm really kind of thinking about that. I'm really kind of thinking about that. I've been hedging, hemming and hawing on the. Uh, on the LG uh, C8 OLED, OLED. I 
I, although I really want to put gaming first, and the OLED that that OLED it, its input lag is good, but there are cheaper TVs that have better input lag than it does. So, Kyle was also looking at the Samsung uh, Q. What is it? The QF9. I think that's what it is. But the QF9 is the Sony. The Sony OLED. No, this is it's the it's the it, whatever their Samsung's uh uh picks uh LED kind of OLED kind of trying to mimic it equivalent is and I I'm QF or Q something it's Q something Q7 CN uh, Yeah, that might be it. Uh, but I need to get it in I would if I went that way, I don't know if I really want to put out that much money for that TV. Uh, I think if I was going to really spend that much money, I'd probably just go ahead and get a C8. But um, its input lag numbers are pretty good. I think TCL still has of the TVs that I'm considering uh, probably are still as the lowest ones, as the lowest numbers. Yeah, the TCL, the R six seventeen, six fifteen. I think the six fifteen is the one at Best Buy on there uh, right now. They have it on um, sale for eight ninety nine versus nine ninety nine right now. Yeah, that's see, that's 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 a good deal. That's, that's a really a, good deal. That's a sixty five inch. Yeah, the fifty five inch right now is at a, around six hundred bucks. Mm. And one thing to know about that TV is that. Um, the variant at the Best Buy um, basically has a remote that does not include a microphone. There's a microphone usually that's included with the ones that are sold at Amazon and other retailers that mm. Best Buy does not have. So that's the reason why for the price difference a little bit yeah. on there. But it's, it's the same uh, same screen either way. So yeah. And for my for my stand from my entertainment center, I need to keep that TV under 65 inches. So, so uh, I'm limited there. So we're I want to get a fifty-five inch, fifty-five. Yeah, that I'd oh, be wow. more comfortable with that. Gotcha, and that's only six bones, so or six bills. So, mm-hmm. well, any games I'm looking for, I'm just kind of interested. Like I said, that Assassin's Creed Odyssey Gold Edition's like taunting me with a steelbook goodness at the Ubisoft store right now for like fifty-five bucks. I know I already own Odyssey. I know I don't need to buy it, but uh, it has a season pass and it has that wonderful steelbook case. So. And also was interested in checking out Starlink, even though I'm kind of wavering about buying the version at the store, you know, for uh, 35 bucks, because then you have to buy all the ships. I just have a sinking feeling (laughs) that uh, if I buy this now that I might in a year look at them being clearanced at Target or seeing (laughs) that at like Dollar Tree or something, you know, where, you know, I don't know if I want to collect all the ships in the game. You could get the game digitally with all the ships enabled on there. And so some of the ships are actually exclusive to some retailers, believe it or not. So, Oh man, I think, yeah, one of the ships is exclusive to Target when I was looking through the ads. So See, I can't do and all that. Also I mean, y'all that co- just need to just give me what I need so I can play my game and and just just, just yeah. stop it. It's, it's, it's like 35 bucks retail for the physical version. Um, I was debating about getting the Switch version because it has Star Fox and all the, you know, Peppy and Pippi and That's a good you know, all those though. characters. But to me... I, it is, but it doesn't run as well on the Switch as it does on Xbox One and PS4. So, and then, you know, 
then I'll have to bust out the Switch. And why I would to, I well, want to do that? I actually thought, so. about, I actually <laughs> so thought about buying it well too because the game looks the game looks kind of fun. You know, I was. Oh yeah, it, it, I definitely got some good reviews, and I'm interested. It's just you know whether I'm going to spend. Right now, it's on sale on the PSN for sixty bucks with all the ships mm-hmm. enabled. And whether I need to have all the ships and characters, I don't know. So, or I could dabble and buy it for thirty-five bucks with the I physical. I keep thinking about and, it. And I'm thinking, like see. you know, like that's I. I don't need to display the ships. Number one and number two. I'm just kind of like me, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be sitting there with, okay, I'm going to have to get out of my damn chair to go run where the ship is and, like, put a blaster on it or, like, yeah, like switch the gun out or something. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> like I, I, I guess? If I was 12 years old, yeah. I'd be cool. I'd be all up in that. If I was 12 years old. <laughs> you know? Uh, Running around like his little Captain Power VHS tapes. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Seriously. And, and I'm, you know, and, and I... I sometimes will 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 be a sucker for that shit too, but mm, I don't know. Uh, only other games I might be thinking about getting. Um, Walmart's going to have Conan Exiles for seventeen bucks. That makes it into like uh, acceptable price to experiment yeah, with that damn that game. <laughs> it's like, uh, and then and then if you get it too, I was thinking, okay, like if you if you get it, I was like, okay, so if Joe gets that game. You know, then we can run around and you know kill infidels or something. Because like, I know that game had yeah. a, they they put a lot of work into that game, and I was thinking, okay, you know, you'd be the Grace Jones in my Arnold. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you say so. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're interested in Conan Exiles. Mm-mm. No mm-hmm. loincloth for you. I know they, no. they um, took out the dong slider. The boob slider. <laughs> well, the yeah. dong slider, the boob slider. Yeah, they took those out. They're like, we don't need these. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe I'll have to get those on PC. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, go mm-hmm. ahead. But I'm just like, I, I also need to get Soul Calibur 6. Also, oh, I, yeah. I need to get that. So I'm, that's another, the other game that I'm looking at. So storage. And a couple of games are pretty much all I'm going to be looking for. Um, Any interest in Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for the Switch or Hail? Desire to go back to the old gameplay? Grain, grain, grain. I have tasted the future and it is sweet. Mm. (laughs) Not need facts. Mm -hmm. Facts. Okay. Oh, there's some Switch games too on sale too. So keep in mind, there's some stuff out there. It's like Xenoblade Chronicles Two, Pocket Tournament. So if you want to give your uh, uh, a Switch a, a something to play with on there, maybe that's something to think about. But Soul Calibur Six, I need to play the game. I've been wanting to play it and <laughs> have not even touched it. So Kevin, if you buy it, guess what? It will enable me to play. So awesome. you should buy. You should buy it too, Desmond. Uh, sure. Someone, I'll play it Pretty at your much. house. I mean, that's all I can say. It was just like, I'm sure, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you looked at all the mods on Twitter, but someone just created a Donkey was, Kong that, see, mod, like, a custom like, character. Are, like, I, like, I, I love, I love the, um, I absolutely adore the, um, 
the creativity, but I'm just like, y'all are just dumb. <laughs> There's way too much time on your hands. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a Donkey Kong with a banana see, sword. Like, you should see okay. it Look on Twitter. You know? sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then that's our news for this week. So, okay. All that right. Is- this is a show, fellas. It's been a while. This is a Since show. The show started. This is, this so. is definitely a show, y'all. So, contact. <clears throat> I can be reached on Twitter at shownuff71. Trader Joe is um, Mr. Fongool. MRF. Uh, is that, I got that right? Oh, okay. On Twitter, I'm Joe Fongool. Joe Fongool. F O N G U L. Uh, PSN, I'm Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. Um, on Steam and also on Xbox, I can be found at Mr. Fungul, M-R-F-O-N-G-U-L on there. So, All right. And, and Des, why don't you drop your contact? Uh, the the Nemo 6, the T-H-E-N-E-M-O, the number 6, at Twitter. Um, and I am uh, Tigger Bear or Tigger or Nemo Tigger N E M O T G G R uh, on both Xbox Live and uh, PSN. So yeah, come play with us. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, and I am at Shonuff seventy one on Twitter S H O N U double F the number seventy one. I am Shonuff7 on PlayStation Network, S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 7. And on Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071, same spelling, 071 there. I'm also Shonuff71 on Steam, same spelling there as well. Uh, we can, If you heard something on the show, you want to share your feelings or would like to be a part of the show, Hit us up at gamingvessels at gmail.com with your questions, concerns, and uh, show appearance requests. That's where you're going to want to send those. And, yeah, I think we had a great show to, uh, this week. Um, and, uh, God, I, I was about to say something, and my brain just farted. <laughs> I'm not going to – I'm not going to – oh, um, Quick, quick, quick fact. I don't think we're going to talk about it now because we're running long. If you want to see something funny, y'all need to check out the video on the BlizzCon uh, BlizzCon 18 uh, Diablo mobile reveal, (laughs) particularly the post question and answer. If you want to have a laugh, man. You have phones? I was like, you need to shut up. Hashtag how not to do it. Like, y'all conference. are dumb. This <laughs> is like, y'all are dumb. Uh, that was that was just hilarious. But with that, folks, we're going to bring this episode of gamer of gaming vessels to a close. I am Shonuff seventy one. He is the Bay Area Terror Des, and that is. Trader Joe, the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. You know it. And we'll be back next time. Peace. See.